0: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Let's take a short while to talk again about marriage, because marriage, one of those things that when you marry your spouse, you hope it's going to be a lifelong commitment. And marriage between a man and a woman can be one of those big challenges that we face in our lives. But the Bible says that when we get married, the two, a husband and a wife, become one flesh. Well, let's talk a little bit about that today. What does it mean to be one flesh in marriage? Tim Fryer from Family Life Australia back with us. Hello, Tim. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, how you going today? Really good, Tim. Look, what a great topic to talk about because there's something special that happens when there is a marriage between a man and a woman in a lifelong commitment to one another. The Bible describes it as one flesh. What does that really mean?
1: Mm, that's, a, that's a really great concept. It's, it's sort of this oneness in marriage, isn't it? That, that it, it involves a complete unity with each other. It, it's more than just two people... Uh, living together under the same house, it's, it's really a merger of body, uh, mind, soul, and spirit.
0: We come from different backgrounds, and there's baggage on both sides, isn't there? The husband and the wife, uh, in whatever they've grown up, the circumstances of their home life when they grew up. Uh, and relationships that they have had previously sometimes uh, and sometimes difficult rocky road uh, failed relationships Uh, there's challenges that every married couple face because there is that baggage from the past
1: oh most definitely most definitely look anytime you create a new family unit and it requires leaving behind the old family unit whether that's you know past relationships or family uh it can make things difficult as you start to figure out how do we become not two individuals but rather one unified couple moving forward
0: this is the challenge isn't it how do you make that happen because it doesn't happen automatically i guess uh, when you're married in the sight of god there is some special uh, supernatural blessing that comes on you perhaps to help make that happen but there's mm. there's still a fair bit of work to do i guess to understand what it means to be one flesh
1: Mm. Look, I love the the verse in Matthew 19 where it talks about Jesus saying, Have you not read that he who created them in the beginning made them male and female? And he said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh, so that they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. And, of course, that's a a quote of Genesis. um, it talks there about leaving, joining together, and becoming one, and I think those are really the key elements that that we look at as as we think through that whole uh, becoming one aspect in marriage.
0: You've got two people who are incomplete on their own, and they join together, holy matrimony, that's another whole big discussion about what all that means, mm. but they're becoming one flesh when they are. Uh, in that relationship, and they are both determined and intentional about becoming one flesh. Uh, there's some things that have to change. Uh, some of those old things, those selfish ambitions, uh, fall aside, and the two become committed to one another in a beautiful way.
1: Mm. Look, that's that's a real big challenge in our culture today. I think is is that whole idea of leaving behind the single self. Um, you know, there's so many different things where, uh, whether it be a financial tie uh to parents or uh relation you know maybe even relationships of of saying this is the way that that we solve conflict this is the way that we that we deal with different problems and you have to leave that behind and say okay now as a new couple how are we going to actually deal with problems how are we going to do this and you know if if a father-in-law or a mother-in-law steps in or your own parents step in and and say hey look this is how you should do marriage. Look, however well-meaning that may be, we need to take that with a grain of salt and make sure that we're with our spouse first and foremost because they're the first priority in our lives, even above our parents and family.
0: And, you know, I, I almost mourn for people who don't get married in a church. Uh, they're married, you know, with a civil uh, ceremony, uh, like registered uh, their marriage. They don't have any pre-marriage counseling. They don't have an accountability to God when it comes to marriage. And it seems to be that there's a whole dimension of their marriage which is completely ignored. But for those who are a part of a local church, you get married in the sight of God. There's guidance that's coming from these scriptural understandings of what it is to be one flesh. That is just a huge treasure to behold, isn't it, that comes when you are married before God to becoming one.
1: Look, it's an incredible privilege, and we're even seeing that play out in the statistics that the society faces. You know, you look at uh, marriages within the church and outside the church, and there is um, there is a large, significant difference between the number of divorces and those sorts of things. However, um, look, the church still has room to grow because while we have that truth given to us, it's actually learning it and applying it to our lives. It does us no good to hear it and not apply it
0: to our lives you know there's a myth don't you tim that there are as many divorces in church life as there are in the wider general community and uh, i've seen statistics and i've seen articles about that it's like a a myth that floats around that says well there's just as many divorces in church as there are in the outside world that's not the case Uh, people who are married In principle, according to God, under that accountability that comes, uh, where you've got a local church, you've got a pastor, where you've got God in the center of a marriage two becoming one flesh, those marriages are stronger and are more likely to go the distance.
1: Yeah, look, most definitely. I actually trained as a statistician early on in my career, and uh, one of the bigger issues in statistics is how do you figure out whether somebody is a Christian or not uh, statistically? Uh, it's it's actually a really hard thing, and so that 's where a lot of this stuff has come that you 'll have different uh questionnaires and different things put out and says that say, Are you a Christian and a lot of people say well i 'm not a Muslim, and so therefore I guess i 'm a Christian, although in reality i'd probably argue that that they 're not really embracing scripture a lot of times and so A lot of times those statistics can be very misleading. And what you said is exactly true is that there is actually a really significant difference between uh, those who, even if you count it by those who regularly attend church, there's a significant difference. But those who are really walking with the Lord, their marriages are in a very different place.
0: They are absolutely stronger than uh, if there's no input that's coming from a godly foundation. Let me ask you about one of the study series that you promote, Tim Fryer, uh, Family Life Australia. It's called the Home Builders Bible Study Series. Uh, how important mm-hmm. is it for people to know that there is a resource like that available?
1: Yeah, look, it's it's something that we're we're working on. We're we're actually launching it and 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 expanding it it's it's looking at saying how do we use marriage as a way to teach scriptural principles and you know looking at looking at different things real basic principles is of you know the holy spirit and what does that mean and how does that actually affect my marriage in a real practical way how can i walk in the power of the holy spirit and have that have a significant impact on my marriage it's looking at forgiveness and all these different elements of the christian faith and saying okay now what actually if we live out these these biblical principles how will that dramatically affect my marriage
0: well, Tim, I'll point people to the website uh, for Family Life Australia so that people can perhaps access that. And I know we talked in a conversation recently about the A Day Together marriage conferences that you run, and and I know that listeners will be familiar with Family Life Australia. They've probably heard some spots from Family Life Australia here on Vision. But uh, it's familylifeaustralia.com, and you can find out details about the Home Builders Bible Study series, also those A Day together marriage conferences and you might even be able to book a speaker for your next church dinner or at your local church. Tim Fryer is from Family Life Australia. Tim, great talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020.
1: Thank you, really appreciate it.